turning over a new leaf is a 16th century phrase going back to a time when pages of a book were referred to as leaves. Positive, as a word in the context of focusing on the good, is attested to the 19th century. In 1988, Bobby McFerrin released the song Don't Worry, Be Happy, but the phrase is attributed to an Indian spiritual leader. This episode takes a look at etymology of words and phrases of positivity and optimism. Etymology is the study of the origins of words. I'm Leon, and this is Etymolion. A new year is a fresh start, inherently intertwined with feelings of positivity and optimism. The use of the word positive in the sense of focusing on the good is a 19th century concept. The term positive thinking gained prominence following the release of the book The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale in 1952. Positive entered English in the 14th century, originally a word of law, with positive meaning to formally lay down or to mandate. By the 15th century, it picked up the meaning of to confirm and by the 19th it was used in the sense of psychology. All meanings have a sense of yesness to them. Going back to its Latin root meaning related to law, it's made up of the Latin word poner, meaning to put in place, from which we also get the words deposit, position and depot. Optimism is from the French optimisme and goes back to the Latin optimus, meaning best. The concept of a New Year's resolution goes back almost 250 years. A couple of hundred years before that, in the mid-15th century, Resolute or resolution came to mean determined or to make a decision. The root word of resolution is the Latin resolio, which meant to untie, loosen or to set free. The concept of resolution within the realm of a commitment to changing behaviour originates from the idea of freeing oneself from the complexities that hinder decision-making, thus tracing back to that root word with the meaning of to loosen. Determined and committed are two words that define a dedication to making a change or achieving a goal. Although determine is a word of empowerment, it surprisingly goes back to the Latin termino meaning to limit, also the root of words like terminate, terminal and 
terminus. Determined is a 14th century word which entered English from Old French, meaning to decide upon the limit or boundary of something. As for having a propensity, determined picked up that meaning by the mid-15th century. Committed comes from the Latin comito, the com meaning together and mito meaning to send. It entered English in the 14th century and during the following centuries took on meanings related to promise and obligation. Whilst determination and commitment provide the foundation for pursuing goals, success lies in perseverance, the unwavering tenacity required to persistently push forward. Persevere is from the Old French persevere and the Latin persuere. Per is a Latin prefix meaning very and suere which gives us the second element means severe. Of course, also the root for the word severe. The term que sera sera has a sense of positive fatalism to it, resigning to fate or destiny, but in an optimistic manner. The phrase translates from Spanish to what will be will be. It was popularised by the 1956 song Que Sera Sera, Whatever Will Be Will Be, by Doris Day, taken from the film The Man Who Knew Too Much. Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive, which reached number one in the UK and the US in the late 1970s, gave rise to the term and phrase rooted in female empowerment. It's impossible to think of the phrase don't worry, be happy without hearing the infectious tune by Bobby McFerrin released in 1988. However, the phrase is also attributed to an Indian spiritual leader Meher Baba. Saying yes to opportunity is for many the key to opening the door to growth and adventure. There are countless ways to respond affirmatively. Yes, in its old English form used between the 5th and 12th century, was yese, also the origin of year and yup, informal variants of yes. Originating from the Latin solia, meaning to loosen, absolutely evolved to signify agreement around the mid-20th century, reflecting the idea of loosening reservations, expressing an unequivocal yes. The Latin securus, meaning secure, gives us the word sure. Another word expressing certainty. Indeed is of Old English origin. It was two words, in and dard, an act or action, 
or a doing. It contracted into the word indeed, meaning in reality, by the 16th century. And indeed, as a form of yes, is attributed to the mid-19th. Let's explore the alliterative trio that is aspiration, ambition and achievement. Aspire is a word of old French origin, coming from the word aspiri. It goes back to the Latin aspiro, meaning to breathe. If you like, to aspire is to breathe into life. The Latin spiro means breathe and can be found in the words respiration, the act of breathing, perspire, to sweat, and conspire, to plot together. Ambition we can trace back to a Latin word ambio, meaning to go around, also the root of the word ambient. It was used in the sense of being wanting of honour from the 14th century. Achieve also has Latin roots, from the phrase ad caput venire, meaning to come to a head. In French, where the English word comes from, that is a chef venir. Chef meaning chief or head, and venir meaning to come. Again, meaning to come to a head. A chef veneer gave us the Anglo-Norman echevre between the 13th and 14th century meaning to accomplish and the word achieve in English by the late 14th century. Having a goal is fundamental for personal accomplishment. Like the word determined that comes from a root meaning meaning to limit, so too does the word goal, which is from the Middle English goal meaning to limit. However, unlike the word determined, which we can trace back to a Latin root, goal, which was used between the 12th and 15th century in the Middle English period, has an uncertain etymology. The word goal, in the sense of achievement, is attested to the mid-16th century. Self-improvement stands as a catalyst for personal evolution. The term is thought to have originated in the 18th century. Looking at the etymology of the two words self-improvement, self has Germanic roots coming from the Old English word self, meaning the same thing. Coming from a Germanic root word, it has cousins in other languages. The German zept, the Dutch zelf, and the Icelandic shelver all mean self or yourself. Improvement in its Anglo-Norman form was improvement. Anglo-Norman was a Norman-French dialect, 
spoken in Britain in the Middle Ages, between the 11th and 14th century. The emprop part of the word which gives us improve means to profit. The pro is from the Latin prode, meaning advantageous, also serving as the root word for the word proud. The sense of profit is from the 15th century, and from there, improve picked up a meaning of to make better from the 17th. Bite the bullet is an idiom encapsulating the idea of facing a challenge head on. There are many theories around its origin. One suggestion is that soldiers were given bullets to bite during medical operations to appease feelings of pain. However, it's likely to have originated from a line in the Rudyard Kipling novel The Light That Failed. I quote, Bite on the bullet, old man, and don't let them think you're afraid. Turning over a new leaf is a 16th century phrase. The leaf referring to a page of a book. Inferring that to turn a new page is to start with a fresh slate. We call them pages of books now, but when rifling through them, we still use the term to leaf through. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the podcast. I hope it's inspired you to look up the history behind words that are part of your daily vocabulary. Remember, language, history, etymologies and pronunciations can be complex and elusive. Keep in mind that there may be conflicting explanations and ideas behind the origins of words. Follow the podcast for more episodes.